Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Back that hammer. Here we go. Oh, you all right? Backfiring your retirement. Show number two is coming up. Stay tuned. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny. Last week, we began a four-part series on the potential dangers of handling financial instruments that could backfire on your retirement. Our first uh, warning shot over the financial bow was the long-standing advice coming from Wall Street and other financial pundits that you should max out your 401k plan, meaning no matter your situation, no matter how much you make, no matter your current future tax bracket, you are supposed to just blindly throw as much of your hard-earned money as you can into your 401k in hopes, listen folks, in hopes that one day you'll save on taxes. But as we discuss the future headaches that maxing out your 401k can provide, uh, can certainly backfire on you. And that's why we are getting ready to uh, move into strategy number two for watching out for those backfiring financial instruments or financial uh, strategies. And this one probably is the greatest myth of all, and that's assuming you won't need life insurance in retirement. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am that little man in the sweater vest retirement specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And as always, with us in the studio, producing the show, America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, who is mic'd up, ready to go. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm ready to go. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing really well. First of all, congratulations. I hear baby number three uh, uh, kind of has entered the world in the Orander household. Congratulations. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, baby number three, a little girl, Lily Grace, uh, born last week. So doing well. Doing well, con well. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, that is wonderful. I know I've got three children. We've got your favorite sidekick sitting over helping produce the show, Matt Stebbins. We found out that Matt was a middle child of three children. Yeah, yeah. we had a good conversation about middle I know kids. It, well, it does explain a lot as to the quirkiness <laughs> of Matt's personality. <laughs> uh, well, I remember when our first child was born, Philip, and I mean, we were reading all the books and thought he was a little bit of a handful. And then our middle daughter, Lacey, came along and I thought, oh my gosh, Philip looks like an angel, but uh, she's turned out great. But yeah, it's, it's interesting, this whole birth order thing. And I tell you what's going to be interesting here, and I don't know if this will be the case with you. You know, with Philip, our firstborn, obviously we're proud of all our kids, but looking back, I've probably got, I'd say, no less than 6,000 hours of video of Philip, 4 million pictures. Then Lacey, it went down to about uh, 2,000 hours of video and, you know, 4 million pictures. And then Anthony, a few minutes of video, and I think we have one picture of him when he was little. This was, so anyway, no, it wasn't that bad. All right, pop quiz, Aaron. All right, you don't have to answer this, but I know you're over there taking notes, producing the show, but let's let the audience kind of listen to this. Pop quiz, okay. Of all the insurance policies you could own, all the insurance policies you could own and spend your hard-earned money on, which of the following policies is guaranteed to pay off? Now, let me repeat that. 
guaranteed, if you're going to give your money to an insurance company for one of these insurance policies, that one day you will get all of your money back plus interest. And I'm using the word guaranteed. You ready, Aaron? Okay, number one, we'll say A. Health insurance is the answer B. Car insurance, C. Homeowner's insurance, there's a bunch of them here, <laughs> D. Long-term care insurance, E. Term life insurance, F. Permanent life insurance, or G. None of the above. Do you want to take a stab at this? Do I want to take a stab? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll take a stab. Um, I'll say long-term care. Long-term care. That's, a, that's actually a pretty good guess. Well, okay, let's repeat these. Health insurance, car insurance, home insurance, uh, long-term care insurance, term life, permanent life, or none of the above. Actually, Aaron, that was a good guess, actually. The answer is F, permanent life insurance. So because, let's think about this, when you think about all of these other insurance policies, so again, Aaron, you're getting your wallet out, you've got a family, you've got to take care of them. So let's say you're paying whatever you're paying monthly for health insurance. Now the keyword's guaranteed. Are you guaranteed? You're going to pay on health insurance for a long time. Think about this. It's going to be probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Is anybody guaranteeing you'll get all that money back? No, I mean, you can stay in perfect health, right? Yeah. Theoretically, you may never need it. All right, let's go on down to car insurance. Obviously, by the way, folks, I'm not recommending, don't get me wrong, do not run out and drop your insurance after you hear this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking people, eh, boy, it makes a lot of sense. I'm just going to drop it off. No, that's not what we're saying. Okay, but car insurance, let's think about this. Car insurance is pretty expensive, all right? But, again, is there any guarantee you'll ever go out and have an accident and the insurance company be forced to pay you anything? No, may not. There's may no not. guarantee they will. Yeah, you may not ever have an accident. Homeowners insurance, and as we record this, by the way, folks, and this is all seriousness. March fifth, two thousand nineteen. Talk about devastation. You see that uh, tornado down in yeah, Alabama? Yeah, down in Alabama. Oh my Alabama. gosh! I saw now. So again, I'm not making light of this, but in general, if you pay a lot of money for your home, you insure your home, don't you? Yeah, I insure my home. Okay, so there's no guarantee that it'll be hit by a tornado or burned down, right? May no. never, may never, okay. May never happen. Now, long-term care, that was D. Again, you're, actually, it's incorrect because a lot of people buy long-term care insurance. They're afraid of going in a nursing home, right? Mm -hmm. And basically, you may not go in a nursing home. So if you don't go in a nursing home, you've spent all that money for nothing. Term life insurance, this is the one we're going to talk about today's, uh, that we're talking about insurance and life insurance specifically. I'm getting there, folks. Hang in there. Term life insurance is probably the most popular life insurance. Uh, yesterday in our staff meeting, remember we showed you those graphs? Right. Remember how cheap on the front end term was? Yeah. But okay. what was the problem long term? What did you notice on that whole issue? You paid for 20 years. Remember in that example we were showing you, it was going to be like $8,000. But after 20 years, what happened to the premium? Do you remember? Did it go up? It went up. Yeah. And yeah. you could possibly lose your insurance because it was going to go up so much. So much. Okay. Okay. So term life insurance, folks, I know although it sounds cheap, if you don't die at a young age, it's probably the most expensive type of policy. So what we're dealing with today, and this has so much to do with retirement planning, it really does, is the idea of what we would call permanent life insurance. Because here's the facts, Aaron. There's a 100% chance you're going to die. Would you agree with that? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm on board with that. You're, you're following greens. the logic yep. of all yep. this. There is with no, you so far. It's guaranteed you will die. <laughs> yep. I haven't met anybody else that's guaranteed to get out of this thing alive. You're eventually, we're all going to die, folks. And when you work in this business for coming up on 35 years and all of the thousands of people I've met, 
And unfortunately, I mean, many, many death claims I've had to assist my clients with when people die. I mean, it's a reality. So if we're going to, we'll use this example. So let's just say, Aaron, now that you've admitted you're going to die, and let's say uh, you're going to put in $1,000 a year towards term insurance. And no, I'll tell you what, let's take, go back to the home insurance because this is really a better idea. So let's say your home insurance to insure a $100,000 home is $1,000 a year, just hypothetically. So you live for 40 years, you don't die, that's 40 years of $1,000, you've spent $40,000. You with me? Right. Plus, remember, opportunity cost, you lost the interest you could have made. So what a lot of people do is they say, well, yeah, Tony, but that's why I look at my term insurance like that. I don't know if I'm ever going to die at a young age. They don't think about retirement planning, as we'll see in a minute here. And I don't want to pay these larger premiums for permanent, because it is going to cost you more, because now you're going to get this money back. So the same thing can happen, though. If you pay, doesn't matter, $400 a year for a $100,000 term policy, in 20 years, the premium goes through the roof. You spent $400 a year, 20 years, and that money's gone forever. Plus, we know you're going to die. You've really let the insurance company off the hook, right? Because right. eventually when you do die, they don't owe you they, anything. They, they, don't have, they, don't owe they won anything. the game. Okay, so I think what we would agree with, let's go to the next pop quiz. So we're all sitting here saying, okay, Tony, you got me convinced. Okay, I'm going to die. And yes, all of this insurance coverage that I'm paying for is probably going to cost a lot of money. There's no guarantee I'll collect except possibly permanent life insurance. So now we go to the next question, a little pop quiz. If today, Aaron, uh, we were turning on the news and it had announced around the country, limited time, today only, the government is giving away, today only, free life insurance. They're, they're talking like they're going to give away all kinds of stuff, so this may not be too hypothetical. But anyway, they say, free life insurance only today, and you respond to that. My question, Aaron, how much would you want? A, would you request, since it's free, by the way, would you request $50,000 of coverage? B, would you request $100,000 of coverage? Remember, it's free. C, would you ask for a million or... Would you say D, if it's free, I'll take as much as I can get? I would definitely say D, I'll take as much as I can get. Aha. So folks, I think what we're finding out here, it's not that people don't want life insurance. They don't want to protect their family and their income as we're going to see. The problem is paying for it. Aha. Isn't that interesting? So when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about how you can have your cake and eat it too and how you can beat a lot of these taxes on your retirement planning, how you can make sure you have more income and at the same time leave some cold, hard, tax-free cash, not if you die, when you die. You're listening to The Word for Retirement. I'll be right back. Tired of the roller coaster ride of the stock market? Let Tony Walker show you how to smooth out the ride with your money. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. And now it's time for Tony in the Trenches. Our Tony in the Trenches comes from a question that was asked of me a couple of weeks ago at a workshop here we did in Louisville. Uh, we did a workshop on Roth conversions and tax planning for retirement. Incidentally, uh, as we record this show again on March 5th, 2019, tonight, uh, I know Aaron, you've got to stay at the studio and do some things, but tonight, this is really exciting stuff. We have literally rented, so, so to speak, a theater here in Louisville, one of the spaces, 
and we're going to show a powerful documentary. It's called The Power of Zero. Uh, the tax train is coming. Now, when we did this, we thought, well, well, we'll try to arrange this and see who shows up. Now, so we selected a theater at this particular movie theater in Louisville that has 140 seats. And Aaron, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. That thing, now say it's sold out, we're giving the tickets away, but we gave away all. Yeah, it's sold out. It's yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. So I had somebody the other day, actually we had somebody that's going to drive down tonight from Bowling Green, and I ran into somebody at church the other day and he said, hey, Tony, I heard about that movie you're having in Louisville. Uh, are you going to try to do that in Bowling Green for the South Central Kentucky area? And it looks like we are going to, we got to make sure the movie theater can do it. We have to go through a service, folks. We don't arrange this on our own, but it looks like we're going to be able to do it. So again, we'll be notifying you if and when we get that arranged in the Bowling Green area. Uh, it's a great, powerful documentary, and it's dealing with this whole issue of what is going to happen to our tax rates and how can we defend ourselves now rather than waiting around to see what the government does with taxes. All right, so let's go back to this question uh, that was posed to me. Really, it had nothing to do with taxes. Uh, somebody wanted to know about annuities. Again, I guess because we have a reputation for being one of the leading providers of annuities as far as individual producers in the country, we do a lot of annuities and know these products well. So somebody said, hey, Tony, by the way, um, do you offer annuities? And I said something to the effect. They said, what's the current guaranteed rate right now on your best annuity? And I said, well, for a five-year annuity right now, you can get about 3.7% guaranteed. And he looked at me kind of funny, and he says, well, wait a minute, um, Tony, I just talked to an advisor the other day, and they can guarantee me 5.5%. And how can that be? So talking about backfiring on you, uh, this topic, really, life insurance is issued by insurance companies, and annuities, issue, uh, annuities are also issued by insurance companies. So I felt like I needed to deal with this question. Again, we're going to get to the life insurance, but since this show deals with savers, since we're talking about permanent life insurance, you know, I don't care whether we're talking about an insurance company, you know, the Mutual Nairobi or Shifting Sands of Texas. Basically, insurance companies, whether they're issuing life insurance contracts or annuities, all do the same thing. I'm getting to this gentleman's question. Bear with me. First of all, you give them a premium, okay, whether it's home, auto, life insurance, annuities, it doesn't matter. And then what they do is they invest that money in very, very safe and secure assets. Uh, the majority of the assets of an insurance company, they're investing in very, very good, high-quality bonds, treasury bonds, good corporate bonds. Um, so basically, they're taking the, your money and investing it, these premiums, and they're hoping they can get a certain rate on this portfolio. So for illustrative purposes, let's say they get 5% on your money. You following this, Aaron? Yep. They take your money, and overall, they make 5% on your money. Keep the, remember that 5.5% number earlier. Okay, keep that in mind. All right. So obviously, though, the insurance company, even if they're making 5% on the money, they don't just pay out the 5%. They can't afford to do that. What do they have, Aaron? We've got them here. What are they called? Starts with an E. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was well, hilarious. Stop that I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hint. Uh, the beauty of radio is I can try to mouth the answers to Aaron, and he's not supposed to say out loud what. Okay. Let me just answer the question for Aaron is a great, you wouldn't believe, as a financial sidekick, he's the best, folks. I didn't hear you. Yeah, he said he didn't. Well, that was the whole point. I was trying to mouth it. Okay. It, well, that wasn't much of a hint, though. It starts with an E. That's like, you know, Wheel of Fortune. You ever watch Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, we got all, all kinds of things up. here that starts with E. <laughs> we got equity and estimates. and <laughs> no, there's all estimates. Yeah, estimates. estimates. Speaking of estimates, <laughs> have I written a check yet for all this studio we're building out? Man, I'm talking about a high estimate. <laughs> Woo! 
you thought insurance companies need a lot of money to work with. Get somebody in here to change out your studio set. Oh, speaking of that, we are revamping our TV studio. Man, it's going to be awesome. If you want to check out the TV show, The Worry-Free Retirement, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. We've got all the showtimes. We're now on seven pretty good-sized TV stations throughout the state of Kentucky. And it gives you it gives you a visual. Me and Aaron don't talk like this because then you'd see me mouthing answers to him. So actually, it's much more professional than this uh, radio show we're producing today. But anyway, so we know they're only making 5% on your money, and they have something called expenses. Uh, they've got to turn on the lights. They've got to pay employees. They've got reserves they've got to set up to pay all these future claims. So think about this, folks. If they're only making 5%, and let's say roughly they need at least 1% to 1.5% to cover expenses, they're not going to be able to pay you 5.5%. So where did, this, where did all this come from? What is going on right now with all of these people peddling annuities and with a lot of people just getting misinformation? So, folks, what I was talking about was the yield on a fixed interest annuity. What this gentleman apparently was talking about to this prospective client was something called an income rider, which is totally different than a yield. And, uh, and I'll tell you what you might want to do. You might want to hop on over to TonyWalkerFinancial.com because if you have an annuity or thinking about buying an annuity, you need to download this free booklet. It's called the Annuity Decision Guide for Savers. I wrote it several years ago. It's a, it's a humdinger, folks. It's going to explain the different types of annuities and how they work. Uh, incidentally, Aaron, I don't, you've seen those pictures of me. I spoke at that conference. Remember, we've used it on the TV show. They had me several years in a row, this large insurance company, and uh, they had several speakers. I was one of them, but there's probably five to 600 advisors and they told me, they said, Tony, you pick the topic. We don't even care what it is. And I said, oh, really? That was scary, Aaron. That didn't, okay. Well, here was my topic to all of these agents and advisors who are peddling annuities like this one fellow that are basically telling everybody, that's guaranteed at five and a half, six percent or whatever it is, which they are, but there's a caveat to that. That's not exactly a yield. And we can explain that more if you want to meet. But my topic to these advisors was, I said, folks, you got one or two problems out there. I'm hearing a lot of you all talk like this. You're either ignorant or you're unethical, one or the other. But there's a problem. And so, folks, if you have an annuity, again, or thinking about buying an annuity, please get a second opinion from us and look at how these annuities work and then make sure that the annuities fit within your situation. All right, got to take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to spend some time dissecting two different cases. And we're life insurance, permanent life insurance, is going to allow these two individuals to not only have their cake, but enjoy it for the rest of their life and be able to leave tax-free, let me repeat, tax-free money to their heirs, not if, but when. When. Thank you, Aaron. And I didn't even have to mouth that. Good job, Aaron. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. It only happens one time, and only 75 people can attend this exclusive free screening of the breakthrough documentary, The Power of Zero. The tax train is coming Thursday, April 18th at 7.30 p.m. at Greenwood Mall 10 Theater in Bowling Green. This shocking film reveals why you could be paying far more in taxes in retirement and how you can defend yourself. If you've saved at least $250,000 in retirement assets or make more than $150,000 per year, claim your free ticket now by registering at TonyWalkerFinancial.com slash movie. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and we're on backfiring mistake number two. 
and that's thinking you won't need life insurance in retirement. So we've spent a great deal of time, if you're just now joining us, convincing all of Americans listening to this show that one day you'll die, and I think Aaron's even now convinced of that. I, I've used my master salesmanship to convince him of that. So, I'm convinced. Okay, I'm a believer. He, and, and is your day ruined, or are you okay with all no, that? No, I think Death I'm okay. Talk. I think okay. I'll make it. Okay, good, good. Well, you eventually know where you're going anyway, ultimately. That's a, yeah. good, uh, that's a good thing. All right. But anyway, you know, last week we talked about mistake number one. Remember, it was backfiring on you, possibly because you're putting too much in your 401k plan. Remember last week, Aaron, we talked about maxing out. That's what the, the industry came along in 1978, folks. I mean, this was the greatest marketing ploy. I wish I'd come up with this and franchised it. I, I, I love you all on radio, but I wouldn't have to feel like I need to do a radio show. I'd, uh, me and Aaron would be on some beach somewhere. But basically, the 401k said this, put as much as you can in, it's pre-tax, and one day you'll be in a lower tax bracket and you're going to have more money than you can shake a stick at. So the problem with that is, in a perfect world, that would be great advice. The problem is, as we talked about earlier, this is why we had this movie uh, theater rented out, sharing this powerful documentary called The Power of Zero. You know what I'm going to do? I'm feeling kind of frisky today, Aaron. Let's do this. Let's put on the website uh, the first five people that go to the website. Now, listen to this radio show. I'm going to mail you absolutely free a DVD of that movie. How's that sound? I purchased several of these. So all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Will they be able to find that on the homepage, Aaron? Is that where you're going to put it, Matt? We'll get it on the homepage. Okay, Matt helps us with the website. Okay. But anyway, all you got to do, scroll down. That's the first five. You're going to have to give us your information, mailing address, obviously, because we're going to have to mail it to you. The same movie we're going to show tonight in Louisville, it's called The Power of Zero, The Tax Train is Coming. And it, and it deals with this whole thing. Are taxes really going to be lower in this country one day, assuming the fact that we have $22-plus trillion of debt? That's with a T, folks. And it is growing rapidly. So think about this. We've got $28 trillion of money locked up in all these qualified accounts that haven't been taxed. I don't know about you, but if I were a politician, I'd probably be licking my chops thinking, man, there's a lot of money there we could get. So the idea is, here's the example. We've got somebody, let's say, that's age 50, okay? And they have currently $500,000 in a 401k plan. They've really done a good job of saving. I commend them for that. Again, folks, we're not telling you to rush out and cancel contributions to your 401k. We're just looking at this a minute and trying to figure out what is it we're really doing here and is it in our best interest to do this? This gentleman is putting in 20000 a year. And you may be saying, gosh, who's got that money? I see this sometimes, folks. So they're kind of maxing it out. That's what they're putting in. They do get a small match of 4000 a year. So most corporations will match a certain percentage of what you put into your 401k. So this person puts in 20000 a year. The corporation tosses in 4000 a year. They also have, uh, they're worried about their future income if they were to die in the, during their working years. So they buy a 20-year million-dollar term policy. What that means is the insurance company in this example is going to charge them $1,500 a year for a term life policy. And at the end of 20 years, that rate is going to go through the roof. But the person figures, hey, I've been listening to a guy on the radio says I won't need insurance. Why would I want life insurance? I'll just drop this in 20 years. So, so far, so good, Aaron. So let's just, and I'm just forecasting. These are made-up numbers. I'm just trying to give you an idea conceptually here. So let's imagine he has some decent growth. He hasn't needed this 401k, and at age 70, he hits minimum distribution age where he's got to take it out and pay the taxes on it. Remember, he's got a tax tumor on this thing. On paper, he's got $1.5 million. Now, that's a lot of money, but let's look at what it took to get there and what he still has to deal with, all right, since he maxed this thing out. 
Number one, let's assume he's got it in the stock market. So on paper, it's 1.5 million. But Aaron, does that mean he could have that tomorrow? What could happen to the stock market? Oh, it could go down. It could plummet. Yeah, so there's no guarantees there. Uh, he could die. We'll deal with that in just a second. Uh, the future tax rates, as we've talked about, what if he's deferred all this money and the tax rates now are 40%? Is that good news, Aaron, or bad no, news? No, that's bad news. That's bad news. That's bad news. <laughs> yeah, the tax tumor just all of a sudden overnight got bigger because Congress made it bigger by legislation. Uh, complicated rules. You talking about, um, bless her heart, my wife's mother passed away last year, and my wife is so confused because she inherited a small IRA from my mother-in-law, Didi. This thing's a mess. I said, Susan. She goes, well, I'm just going to liquidate it. I said, honey, if you liquidate that IRA, do you realize how much taxes we're going to have to pay because of our tax bracket? She's like, well, why do I have to pay taxes on it? Because that's the rules. So we're doing what's called a stretch IRA. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting on Dee Dee. It was She meant well, but it's a mess. And it's this small amount of money. It's caused more headaches. So we got the tax tumor. What, well, what if all of a sudden, too, this thing hadn't turned out like he thought. What if he has a special needs grandchild that he loves? What if all kinds of things could happen? What if he goes in a nursing home and he's now almost 70? He says, oh my gosh, he gets a notice from his term life company. The rate's going from 1500 a year to 6000 a year, which could easily happen. And in the meantime, he's had a heart attack. And he goes back to the insurance company and said, hey, insurance company, I think I will renew that. And they say, fine, we're going to send somebody out there, draw some blood and have you pee in a cup. And we're going to do a health history exam. Oh, you've had a heart attack. Well, that's sorry, Charlie. We don't even have to renew it. Or the premium's not going to be 6000 a year. It's going to be 15000 a year. Folks, this could happen. So all of this money he paid, all right, 20 years at 1500 a year, that's $30,000. That's gone forever. He's lost the interest on it forever. And the million dollars the insurance company was on the hook for, they're off the hook. So nobody gets anything. Plus, we got all this risk and all this stuff associated with the 401k and taxes. So here's the strategy. And, and actually, uh, somebody called in the other day, and my favorite son-in-law, Trey, who deals in our life insurance department, I shared with Trey, I said, man, show this to this same gentleman. He had somebody in his 40s, Aaron, call in. The guy's been listening about all the future taxes. He's getting worried. He's doing the same thing. He said, I heard you say something about that max at your 401k. So, okay, well, here's what we suggest people consider doing. Again, consider. Don't rush out and do this until we go through an analysis. But what if we did this? It's his option. He doesn't have to pay $20,000 a year. It's voluntary. So in this example, what if we back that $20,000 contribution from his 401k only down to $8,000? Now, why do we do that? Well, under the plan document, if he puts in eight, he'll still get his 4000 You following this, Aaron? Mm -hmm. So the point is, well, he gets a match of 4000 whether he does 8000 or 20000 if we're putting all this money in the 401k, all we're doing is creating uncertainty in the future. So why not just put eight? Now, what we're going to do in this example, we're going to take that 12000 We're not going to put it in the 401k. We're going to elect to go on and pay taxes now, taxes now versus later. We're going to buy a permanent life insurance policy for a half million dollars. If he wants to keep the term, if he can't, if, if it were me, I'd probably drop the term because the term is probably not going to pay off anyway. That's why it's so cheap. So now he's got the $1,500 in his pocket to help pay the tax on this 12000 since he's not putting it in the 401k. But here's the good news, Aaron. In 20 years, okay, look at the difference here. In 20 years, he doesn't have as much in his 401k. I even, on the conservative side, I say, let's say he's only got a million. The difference is he's got a paid-up policy of a half million dollars, and this policy is tax-free when he dies. Tax-free. We know that for, for fact. So we don't have to live with uncertainty of what the politicians will do. We don't have to make our kids do stretch IRAs and have this tax tumor. 
And now that he knows, here's the beauty. This is what people, folks, that don't understand retirement planning have no clue about when it comes to life insurance and why in the world you would want life insurance, okay? So think about this. We know we're going to die. We can buy a policy that's guaranteed to pay us back more than what we put in. That makes sense to me. Plus life insurance, guaranteed, tax-free, guaranteed will not go down in value, and guaranteed there's no probate or administrative cost or delays and complicated rules. Also, this is going to allow this fellow to say, wait a minute, I got a million dollars in my 401k, but instead of trying to save it, right? In this case, Aaron, maybe he wants to leave some of death, but he, he can't, so he can't spend it. See the dilemma? So he's trying to either save the money, he don't want to pay the taxes, save the money because he's worried about mama son, save the money because he's worried about a special needs child. What we're going to say is no. What we're going to do is we're going to show you how to spend all that money. We're going to show you how you'll never run out of money, and we're going to show you on guaranteed deathbed. When you die, even if that 401k is gone at that point when you die, we're going to leave a half million dollars to your loved ones tax-free. So folks, if this sounds like the kind of planning that you're missing out on, if it seems like the financial world's just more concerned about your money than you and you have no game plan for the future, if you're tired of all these ideas that don't seem to be panning out for you, give us an opportunity to meet. It's easy to do and best of all, it's absolutely free. All you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com Click on that Let's Get Started button and I can meet with you in person or talk to you by phone at either our Bowling Green or Louisville, Kentucky office. Again, there's no cost or obligation. TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Do it today. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. Next week, we're going to talk about backfiring mistake number three, savers being convinced to move from Main Street to Wall Street. Some really good stuff next week. But you remember, between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.